What a time to be alive, people. It's official. The NHL season is here. And the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast is shifting into high gear. Steele and I are getting serious, starting with today's episode. Thank you for being here. Let's get this paper, people. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back inside the lab that is the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast alongside your boys, Steel Roden and Big Flip Livingstone. It has arrived, everybody. The 2022-23 season in the NHL world has arrived. And this means this podcast is about to get real serious, people. So thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode features everything that you need to know from the world of hockey, including a breakdown of this international global series in Prague between the Nashville Predators and San Jose Sharks. Steele and I have a couple of hot fantasy takes that you're going to want to hear about this. And of course, breaking down all the details for this draft tonight. Some of you listeners out there are stepping into the arena with Steele and I, and things are going to get a little spicy. And of course, with hockey back people, we're going to be doing this every single Monday episode. Waiver wire specials, players that you have to have your eye on. Steele, let's get right to it, my friend. Hockey was back already. We're teasing yeah. the official kickoff. But, you know, we had two games between the Preds and the Sharks. We saw a little regular season action, and I'm intrigued to see what you saw on the ice because this could already mean some of those sneaky players you want to keep your eyes on. Ely Tovenin, he's looked yes. good. Who do you have your eye on? What are your takeaways? What have you seen aside from, I know you're excited to have hockey <laughs> Yeah, well, my first takeaway, honestly, was like the NHL did a pretty bad job of promoting this global series. I don't think a lot of people knew that the NHL regular season was starting this, you know, on Friday. So they didn't do a great job of promoting the global series in Prague between the Nashville Predators and San Jose Sharks. But I really loved what I saw from the Nashville Predators. I know I know it's the first two games of the season, but they're making my bold prediction look absolutely fantastic right now with being a top three team. (laughs) <laughs> to, to be honest with you, I thought they dominated both games. I know they were they were down uh, early in the in the second game, but mm. I thought they were domination for the Nashville Predators. Uh, they got great goaltending from both UC Soros and Kevin Lankinen. So uh, Kevin Lankinen stopped uh, twenty nine shots. Uh, yeah, twenty nine shots. He faced thirty one, so he let two goals in. But a three two win for Kevin Lankinen to start his uh, you know his NHL season with the new team uh, with the Nashville Predators. Nino Niederreiter, though, Flip, we talked a little bit about him and the addition that the Predators made this offseason for him. Three goals in two games uh, on that second line. He's already producing as well. That's a guy that people should keep an eye out, uh, you know, later in drafts, maybe a little bit earlier in drafts as well. Uh, I really liked what I saw from him. Cody Glass as well. I don't know if people saw that, you know, little snippet of him uh, with David Pohl uh, that that he was going to get brought to uh, to the global series with the National Predators. He was tearing up. He was super happy about that. It, obviously, exciting news, but I thought he played great as well because, you know, he's dealt with some yep, uh, injuries the last couple of seasons. And uh, honestly, Ryan Johansson, Philip Forsberg, Roman Yossi, all those top guys were absolutely producing on fire. And I, I really just liked what I saw from the National Predators. I like that you brought up David Poyle because, look, 
the on ice product that we're seeing with the Nashville Predators, they don't reload. They just tinker. There's no rebuilding with yeah. the Nashville Predators. David Poyle is a mastermind. I, you know, Steel smiling right now. If you're just listening to this episode, you know I've talked at length about David Poyle. This yeah. guy knows his hockey players. This is one of the most de deep organizations in hockey when it comes to farming their own talent. And you're seeing it very early in this season. Yeah. Very minor moves. Ryan McDonough, Needle Needle Rider, already paying dividends in two games. I know it's two games. But I'm going to talk a little bit about Nino Niederreiter later in this episode because already worth a look. If we're talking about waiver wire, we're going to get in the show. From the takeaway of the Nashville Predators to game steal, there are two players on the San Jose Sharks that we can't ignore in Bill Meyer and Thomas Hurdle because yeah. the San Jose Sharks might be a mess this year, but those two players are going to have time seasons and they are real fantasy targets yeah and there's actually one more player i have eyeing for the waiver wire that we'll get to later in the episode but of course tomas hurdle and uh timo meyer are yes. the superstars for the san jose sharks team um you know looking at what i saw from the blue line i didn't see a lot from the you know eric carlson mm -hmm. obviously it's the first two games we're gonna see him have to get yeah. back into the groove of things but he's got to be the leader for the defenseman on the san jose sharks team there's no question about that in my mind and Hopefully, Timo Meyer and Thomas Hurdle can really get this Sharks team going. I look, there is no real way to expect anything of any significance from the San Jose Sharks this year. Looking at what we saw, you should be excited if you're a Nashville Predators fan. We just got to keep bringing these angles from the fantasy side of things, people, because it is about to get serious around here. And Thomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer are legit. The rest of the San Jose Sharks team is Garbo. We will see how the rest of this year shakes out. But he's still, we might be patting ourselves on the back a few more times about these National oh, yeah. Predators predictions because they're just that balanced. Speaking of which, Athletic Greens, balanced, energetic, feeds you those high-quality vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to help you start your day right athletic green special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health your nervous system your immune system it helps you recover and age with grace i don't know what i need to say it's good before or after the gym your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrient of ag1 from athletic greens to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you Year free of immunity and five free travel packs your first purchase all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash nhl network again athleticgreens.com slash nhl network to take ownership of health and ultimate daily nutritional insurance thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast your first listen every single day don't forget we are free and available on all podcast platforms which also includes youtube we are almost at 500 oh, yeah. subscribers. That was our goal. We wanted to get to 500 subscribers before this re the, the regular season started. So, you know, obviously the global series happened this past weekend, but we're going until Tuesday. So hopefully we can get seven subscribers by Tuesday before the NHL games start yeah. that day as well. But again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for, uh, for listening and subscribing. We really, uh, Flip and I really appreciate all of you out there tuning in. 
And real quick, before we get to the waiver wire ads uh, for this upcoming week, we want to talk a little bit about the fan base fantasy league. As of right now, we have 11 out of 12 spots filled. Uh, we are still waiting on one of the uh, listeners to join the league. We emailed him. We sent him the league, uh, the link. We DM'd him on Twitter three or four times. We've got no response so far. So be on standby if you're listening right now. We may need one more listener to join the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast Fantasy League. So again, be on standby. Keep your emails open. Keep your Twitter open as yeah. well. Check your DMs because we might be sending you a message last minute around 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock on Monday, October 10th to join the Fantasy League with us. And with that being said, Flip, I I'm really excited for this league. I know everyone that's joined so far has messaged us as well. Super excited. They're happy they were able to join. They're super excited to, you know, go head-to-head -head with one of us. And as of right now, I don't know if it's finalized, but it looks like you and I are going up head-to-head -head in the first week. Well, don't things just continue a little bit more interesting, <laughs> Steel? And yeah, hey, straight up and down, this is just a blessing for us. Grateful to be able to do it. Thanks for all the interest, all the listeners. Appreciate that. And yeah, you, at the end of the day, still, you and I come on here because we have hockey. We love to talk fantasy sports. And I'm just intrigued to step in here with some of our fans, some of our listeners, because the fact that they're probably just as in tune with the fantasy hockey game. But, you know, you and I, we put our names on the line here. So it's time to put our money where our mouths are. And, yeah, shout out to everyone who's already in the league. Tonight is the stay tuned for our recap of the draft. You know, Steele and I are discussions here of how we share this out with our who aren't in the league right now. Might open a league 2.0. There might be a half-season league. There's going to be a lot more opportunities for you to show up and put in with Steele and I. So I think at the end of the day, pal, it is the draft. I'm excited to see what happens. And, you know, hey, we might have to do a couple of these because all the interest is clearly showing us yeah. people want to, you know, step in the cage with us. I think most likely, uh, you know, the episode will be broken into two or three parts, depending on how long it goes. Because, yeah. uh, look, there's 12, yeah, there's 12 teams. There's, it's a 20 roster size limit for each team as well. Uh, a minute for each pick too so you know it, depending on the people they could go to the five second mark every single pick which might drag it out but yeah. that makes it better for us you know it, it extends the episodes so it might be broken out into two or uh, two or three parts uh, for the next couple of days and you'll hear all of the picks you'll hear you'll hear our take and our analysis at the end of the episodes as well so stay tuned for that Stay tuned for that, pal. And hey, like, look, that's why we're getting into this waiver wire content right away because you really can't afford to sleep or slack on any of the opportunities to get a leg up, especially if it's a week-to-week -week league. Like, you know, you go down on your records a couple of couple of weeks in a row, Steel. It's hard to bounce back. So I think that's why these conversations are so important. We will bringing we will be bringing you that fire content all season long. Waiver wire ads, injury replacements, updates. Steele and I are going to be on it five episodes a week, Monday to Friday. So make sure you keep it tuned and locked right here. Speaking of which, if you're okay with it, I would like to kick off some of our waiver targets. Let's do it. Let's do it. Appreciate that. I have three. I think you have three. 
the Vegas Golden Knights, you talked about, you know, I think we talked about the Columbus Blue Jackets as a team we can't put our finger on. I think you said the Dallas Stars Dallas we can't Stars. really put our finger on. Stars. Vegas Golden Knights might be right there as well. I can't tell if they're going to be a vast improved team or like completely garbage. I can't tell. And obviously the Robin Leonard injury weighs into that heavily. But the top line with Jack Eichel now a full season and off season in the mix here. Jonathan Marcheseau on the right side and Riley Smith on the left side. Riley Smith has been a steady producer at 40 yeah. to 50 points, 55 points every year. He also usually has dual eligibility steal left and right wing. He is going to get a look on that top line with Eichel and Marcheseau right now. Yahoo leagues owned 12% and under. I really like Riley Smith for a look in this first couple of weeks and again, I, I'm trying to throw the caveats here. I'm trying to throw, I'm hedging my bets because I don't know what the Vegas Golden Knights are going to do. But the fact that he's lined up as alongside Marcia So and Eichel, and he's only at 12% yeah. on steel, I will be taking a look at him on the waiver wire this week, 100%. I, I like that you bring that up. And I like the fact that Vegas actually shifted Marcia So and uh, uh, I'm blanking on the name that you just said. It's not William. Uh, they, they've moved around some pieces, you know, Marsha so Smith. Yeah, they, they, they've, they've moved around. But I like the fact that guys up because I know from last the last couple of years, Mark Stone has found some chemistry as well yeah. uh, with Chandler Stevenson that I've seen them play together. That's what Vegas is going to need to do to be successful. They're going to need to, uh, you know, shift people up and down and, you know, kind of uh -huh. share the love a little bit. We know that Marsha so Carlson, uh, it, play well together but they're gonna have to shift those people up so i like the fact that you brought him up my first player that i'm looking at and i know you're gonna love this because you've talked about elias Pettersson, and i know you've talked about this guy is andre kuzmenko i'm looking at him for the waiver okay. wire as well he's only owned at 33 percent on espn wow. leagues and and that's actually pretty look, high we've talked a lot about 33 it's 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 a little high i look it's a little high for me but you've talked a lot about Elias Pedersen. I know a lot of yeah. people think Elias Pedersen is going to be one of those breakout yep. players this year. And if he's breaking out and, and Kuzmenko is playing on the left wing with him, that's an opportunity right there to take a chance on Kuzmenko, who has well. So yes. that's my first player at 33%. It is a little bit high, but again, if he's playing with Pedersen and he's going to have a breakout season, he's going to have a good first season in the NHL as well. A lot of hype. No NHL sample size, but, you know, hey, he's immediately going to get that opportunity. You and I like to talk about this because even though we're not sure about what he's going to do, if he's going to get thrown out there 15, 16, 17 minutes a night with some of these great offensive pieces in Vancouver yeah. who, again, steal, I think maybe the Canucks might be a bit of a we-don't-know-where-their-land kind of a team, but we know they're going to score goals. So I think that's worth a look for sure. You know I gotta show a bit of love to your secondary team, Steel, the Minnesota Wild, because I know you've been paying attention, and I know you have talked a little bit about Marco Rossi. Ten percent. Yeah. I just or picked him up. I just picked him up in my other league, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Ten percent owned or less in most leagues. Yeah. Led the NHL in assists and points in the preseason. I know it's the preseason. Plus six. He looked good. He saw a little bit of time with. He real the thrill, the Bill Kaprizov as well. We don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to try and say here the Ryan Hartman-Zuccarello combination is going to get busted up. But we know this. The Minnesota Wilds' depth after that front top line, they're going to be shifting players. Talking about shifting yeah. players around, 
Marco Rossi, you know, might be projected as the third or fourth line. I could see him going all the way up to second. Yeah. If Ryan Hartman struggles a little bit, Marco Rossi will be on that top line in a heartbeat steal. And at 10% owned, I am willing to take a shot on him early because yep. I'll tell you this, in about a month's time, that percentage owned on Marco Rossi, regardless of overall how we think he'll do, that's going way, way, yeah, it's way going up. up. So jump on it now, people, and thank me later. And, and I think we can expect big things from Marco Rossi and Matthew Boldy as well. They're going to be, you know, shifted again, shifted up and down the lineup because they're that versatile and they're that yes. skill that they can play with a lot of players. I agree. But again, we don't know where they're going to be starting at the start of the season with the Wild. But with this guy that I have in mind, we do know where he's going to be playing because of all the injuries to the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's Ooh. Nicholas Robertson. Ooh. As of right now, it looks like William Nylander is playing center again on the second line. He's playing with Robertson and Dennis Malgin. By the way, Dennis Malgin has looked really good in the preseason as well. I it's tried looking at him away up. here. I, I'm not going to. Hey, okay, 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 I'll take it let's, back. But let's I, I thought this was steal, funny, though. Steal. because I, It's been a rough couple of days with the Toronto <laughs> Blue Jays. Yeah. It is a great time for sports, but men's are a little emotionally fragile right now. So <laughs> if you could just take it easy on the Dennis Malgin takes, I'd appreciate it. I'll take it easy, but I thought this was funny because I actually searched him up on ESPN. Oh, He's not even an option yet. You can't, even, you can't even select Thank him, you. Yeah, pump those brakes, pal. Nicholas Robertson, he's only owned at 5% right now on ESPN leagues. Uh, like I said, he's finally getting that opportunity, which he hasn't been able to get the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Because of all these injuries to start for the Toronto Maple Leafs, he's playing on the second line with William Nylander, who we know is a skilled offensive player. Yes. Nicholas Robertson is one of those players who can grind in the corners, get in those dirty areas, and be that production offensively with William Nylander as well. He's going to get some power play time on the second unit, maybe even some PK time. I'm not sure as of right now, but for sure power play time. Uh, and I just like Robertson because he looked really great in the preseason as well, and being on that second line with William Nylander can really help his career. Nicholas Robertson is one of these players that's been floating around Toronto Maple Leaf fan circles and conversations for the past couple of years little bit of a taste in the NHL. You know, he looked good a couple of times. Then he's invisible. Is his size an issue? The offensive upside with Nicholas Robertson is not the problem. It's can he hang at the NHL level? Yeah. And maybe an opportunity with these injuries is what he needs to really get that chance. Because I think what we can both agree on, he really hasn't had a fair kick at the can. So I yeah. would like to see what he has running out there for two weeks, three weeks. Let's see what he can do. Can he form some chemistry? Because, man, Willie Nylander and some of these guys, say what you want about the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs. These guys can score goals, and they have a lot of skill. That's what I'm kind of getting sick and tired with some of this Toronto backlash and some of this yeah. hate. Because I understand playoff performance, but that isn't fantasy hockey production. That isn't offensive talent because in spades, those players have it. So Nicholas Robertson, I like that pick steal. I will say this. I will say Please. this real quick, though. Please. When John Tavares comes back from injury Ooh. as well, he's going to get slotted again on the second line center. William Nylander will shift over mm -hmm. to the right wing instead mm -hmm. of Dennis Malgin. And yeah. I will say that uh, Robertson will remain on that second line with Tavares and Nylander. Well, I'll also say this. There's been far too much Dennis Malgin content in this episode. <laughs> so let me move on to a player that I think was maybe the most underrated signing of the offseason in Nito Niederreiter. 
and I understand that it's two games, and I know it's overseas and it almost feels like exhibition play, but the National Predators weren't joking around. They went there for business, and they came away with four points. No big deal. Also, Nino Niederreiter scored three goals, all at even strength, with a brand-new team. And I like you pegged the Mikhail Granlin chemistry. I can already see that developing. Nino Niederreiter is one of those sneaky, sneaky little fantasy targets that you want to keep your eye on. Also, at only 22% owned in fantasy leagues, you can probably snag him up. Do I think he's going to be a goal per game player? Absolutely not. <laughs> but 25 and 25 is very realistic yeah. with some upside. Don't sleep on Nito Niederreiter. Go out there and get him while he's hot as well to start your league off right, season off right. Look, he, he was one of the highlights for me in this global series. And yes. like you said, three goal, three goals in two games, all even strength. He had 44 points last year with the Carolina Hurricanes in 75 yep. games. There's no question he can get back, get back to that, even maybe 50 points. Again, yep. with that chemistry, he seems to be forming already on that second line. I really like that. But I'm going to go to someone who he played against and actually scored on Ooh. in the first game. James Reimer. If you're looking oh, for a third string goalie to cycle in, I know the San Jose Sharks are not going to be a great team. Okay. But I really like James Reimer in this situation. He's only owned at 12%. I'm not saying to draft him first as your first goalie. I'm not saying draft yeah. him as your second goalie. But as a third string goalie that you can cycle in every now and again, yes. maybe even okay. just pick him up on the waiver wire like we're talking about just yep. every once, you know, every couple of weeks. If you need a goalie, a goalie win or, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you know if he's going to be playing that game, He's the better option, in my opinion, than Capo Kakinen. Uh, Kakinen did not play great in that second game. I really like James Reimer. He not he might not be the most talented goalie, but he puts everything on the line, 100% of everything he puts into the game. And, and that's what I love so much about James Reimer. And not, not to get sentimental here, but, oh. you know, I'm, I'm thinking back of the Optimist Prime days. Uh, he was absolutely legendary. Rest, it, it, it was, it was great up. to have him prayers, prayers up. up, but I really like James Reimer as a goalie. goalie. He puts everything out there on the line, like I said, and at 12%, you can grab him as a third string goalie. That is a bit of a bold take. I don't know if I have enough energy or, you know, gas in the tank here, Steele, to go down the James Reimer, Dennis Malgin rabbit hole <laughs> that you're trying to spin us off in here. So I'm going to take the high road and say, yes, maybe. In the right format, James Reimer is definitely a consistent backup goalie who's going to get probably the number one share of the minutes. But I don't know if I'm here yet, just yet, for the James Reimer takes. But I appreciate you, and I appreciate this episode. Why don't you take us away? Yeah, it's been, I thought it's been a pretty good episode so far. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. For your second listen, though, go check out Locked On NHL. Locked on experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL year on NHL all year long. Locked on NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast, just like this one. So I'll, I'll say it once again. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the follow button. You'll get all the latest episodes of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Remember, be on standby. Check your emails. Check your DMs for the Fantasy League. We may have one spot open. If you've made any bets today, good luck with your money out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. See you tonight for the draft, kids.